Welcome to The Messy Studio with Rebecca Kroll, the podcast at the intersection of art, travel, entrepreneurship, philosophy, and life in general. I am Ross Tickner, Rebecca's producer, media guru, and her son. On today's episode, we have kind of a year-end wrap-up. We're going to talk about where we've come over the past year. And uh, with me, as always, is Rebecca Kroll. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is episode number 52. So we've been doing this for an entire year. We haven't missed, we've only missed one week when I was on my way to Spain. Otherwise, we've come through every week and we've covered so many different things. And it's kind of interesting to look back and, and see how it's grown. I mean, it's we, we have now over 60,000 downloads uh, from listeners worldwide which, um, it, you know, it's, it's a steadily climbing number, and we're kind of happy about that. Yeah, and uh, our average uh, per episode is over 1,000. It's, uh, it's uh, 1,180. Um, and I, I, based on kind of my watching the numbers as an episode goes up, it seems like we have at least 500 people who are, like, really dedicated listeners who are listening to every episode as it comes out. Um, so I, I just want to take a moment to say thank you to everyone who's come on board with us and who's listened to every episode. And Absolutely. Um, it's, it's really gratifying. And we've received a lot of messages from people sort of saying where they listen, you know, in their car, in their studio, walking their dog. Um, and it's just nice to have that kind of personal connection and, and to know that there are that many people that are really interested in following. So we absolutely appreciate it. Um, and if you haven't listened to all the episodes yet, we're going to run through a, just comments about some of the most popular ones and some of the artists that we've talked to. And maybe it'll um, help you decide to go back and, and catch up on some of the ones that you've missed. Yeah. And uh, the the most popular episode to date has been uh, Diving Into Abstraction Part 1. Right. Um, so if you haven't listened to that one, that one's been extremely popular. It's been shared around a lot. Yeah. There were over 3,000 uh, downloads on that one alone. So, um, th- and that that's very gratifying too, because uh, that's a topic that you know I've I've taught and thought about and written about a lot, and so it was it's personally gratifying to see that there was that much interest in it. Um, the other, the top three really are that one, um, the one, the first one where we just talked about me, <laughs> about me and, and my background and just kind of introducing the podcast. Right. And usually that first episode on a podcast is one of the top episodes because when people start a new podcast, until it's been around for long enough uh, for um, there to be like, uh, for, for episode one to be going back a really long ways, you know, people tend to start with episode one and and see if uh, if they like it, right? And then the the other the the number three slot was the habits of successful artists, and I think that shows us that people are looking for practical information as well as other kinds of topics. And so, um, you know, we we have several kind of things that we go for in the podcast. Um, we have. We do have some very practical information going on uh, from, you know, how to buy a car if you want to haul art around. That one was right. Popular. That's that's my personal favorite episode, actually. <laughs> I really enjoyed, I, I had a lot to say on that. You so. did. Yeah. And um, we talked about pricing your work. We've talked about uh, traveling and travel tips, um, talked about titling your work, pricing your work. Oh, I said that um, creating on a budget. Um 
And some of these were listener requests, and I think that is always something that we're interested in, right? Like, that really helps us a lot. Yeah, we and we do this show for you, the listeners, and we want to do topics that you're interested in and that you want more information on. Um, so that's it's helpful for us and it's helpful for you. Um, you know, we're able to create a show that speaks to you personally. And, uh, you know, I will say, too, there are topics that have been requested that, um, you know, in all honesty, I didn't feel that I could give a very complete answer to. Right. We're only going to talk about things that we actually have something to say on where we feel like we can speak, speak from a place of expertise on it. Yeah. Or, you know, in some topics, like people often ask about how to get into galleries and things. And I don't think we've done a complete show on that, but I've mentioned more than once that there are things like this that I don't, I don't have the answer to it. I don't have the solution. I don't have the formula. <laughs> I simply do my best. And, and I can speak from my own experience, but that's about it. Right. And your experience in getting into galleries when you were first starting out was many, many years ago at this so point. So different. Yeah. I mean, I still I still seek them out at, occasionally, but right. it's it the whole scene has changed but so much. But at this much. point, you're very well established. And so it's just different for you versus somebody who isn't very well established. And how do you get to that point in today's world is just going to be different from the way it was. It definitely is. And, and, and I, that's why I feel a bit lost by the topic because things have changed a lot. And social media has come on, the, you know, into the scene and so many things have changed that, um, you know, all I can do is sort of give my, you know, 64-year-old perspective on this <laughs> for what it's worth. Uh, and there are other topics like that, too. And so I think, I think uh, you know, I'm comfortable with people taking my anecdotes and taking my background as much as I can share it, but not necessarily knowing exactly how to do some of these things. Right. And I, my perspective is not as an artist specifically, but it's it as, as a young person who's trying to get ahead in today's world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that I can speak with a little bit more expertise on, on that subject, but I can't speak specifically to things like galleries and how right. things and you, are done in that Throughout system. the podcast, you are the voice of the entrepreneur. I mean, this comes up often in the podcast where you'll say this or that happened in, in your own line of business, which is not art. But there are there's a lot of crossover, and I think uh, speaking to the entrepreneurial aspect is part of the podcast, and it's an important one. So, uh, and especially as you say, as a as a individual person um, of your age, say in the in the twenty five to thirty five bracket, trying to get going, you know, trying to to get some traction, <laughs> right. whether it's an art or something else, and so I think that's all all good information. And, you know, the other, another big topic that we've covered is um, topics about creativity that are a little more personal. And because we, as artists, we all, you know, just struggle with this, like things that go on in your head and <laughs> uh, practical, well, not, not even practical, but things that are logistic, like how do I get, how do I get myself to the studio? How do I, how do I continue my motivation and all that? And this is something we've covered a number of times. I think it, it pops up in different um, podcasts, but specifically, you know, we talked about developing your personal voice, which is something that, you know, really takes a lot of dedication and uh, practice. And 
Um, we've talked about transitional times in an artist's life. I did that podcast with Jerry that kind of was took off in some interesting directions, I think, about your identity as an artist. Um, well, yeah, and let's let's uh, you know take a minute to to thank those artists who have done interviews with us. Good idea. Yeah, there have been um, quite a few, and I'm just going to go through their names because every one of these people has shared their own journey, and they have really uh, given of themselves. And I think there's so much to be gained from these interviews. I really enjoy doing them, and I yeah. think I think they're they just. Um, they they add another dimension to the podcast. It's not always just you and me talking. So I'll just run through the names and, and make a little commentary. Um, Janice Mason-Steves has been on several times, uh, once talking about her work and once when we were together in Spain. Um, and and she has uh, made really, uh, really interesting, abstract, kind of minimalist work and also a lot of work in response to place. And that's one of the things that that we've talked about and taught about. Um, Kai Harper Lee is a, a artist and friend of mine in New Mexico, and she does a wonderful, very personal kind of surreal paintings. And she's also a Buddhist priest, so her her podcast had to do also with spirituality. Uh, Deborah Fritz and Frank Shelton were the couple that I interviewed. That that was quite a popular episode. Yeah, I think it was super interesting, actually. Yeah, and how how to you know, what's it like to be married as artists and support one another and um, uh, other issues. And, and they were very, um, very good and very open. Uh, Mary Duffy is an Irish artist and her episode was called, um, let's see, what it was unarmed and fabulous <laughs> because Mary, Mary was born without arms and she has had a wonderful career in all aspects of creativity, and she's a wonderful painter. So that was a great interview. Joanna Kidney is another Irish artist uh, who uh, I met at Bowen Glen Arts Foundation. She does encaustic work as well as installations. She was very articulate about her work, as was another Irish artist, Nuala Clark. And these these uh, interviews that take place in Ireland are, are very interesting to me. Um, but Nuala's work is is she had so much to say about kind of her her philosophies and her approaches to her work that many people have mentioned how much they they got out of listening to her. Um, Michael Geddes, another Irish artist, very interesting work, um, science based. Yeah, and uh, and actually, um, I I do a little bit of Uber and Lyft on the side to raise a little bit of money. Uh, one of my little side hustles, and uh, I gave a a ride to an art student who. Uh, her major is in art and her minor is in physics. Ah. And I got right away like, oh, there's a lot of crossover here, actually. Yes. And, uh, and I, I gave her a messy studio card and I recommended the Michael Geddes yeah, interview yeah. specifically because, I, you know, a lot of people don't realize how much crossover there is between science and art. Yeah, yeah. I and his work is is mind-boggling. So that was, that was a good one. Uh, Sally Bowker is... Uh, a fantastic photographer and has also done other types of uh, work, painting and fabric, uh, fibers work. Uh, she's an old friend of mine and, and we had a good time talking um, about her career. And yeah. And really interesting to see her transitioning into Photoshop. I know. And she, yeah, late, late in life, mm -hmm. uh, she entered this technological mind boggling world that would you know, completely frightened me away, but she took it on and she has, she now treats Photoshop as a form of drawing 
and approaches her photographs, manipulating them as almost like drawings. So it's really interesting. Um, and Trees Wood, who who is the producer of the Savvy Painter podcast, um, and she and I talked just a few weeks ago, and that was really interesting too to 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 speak to somebody in the in the podcasting world. She's been at it a long time, uh, I think, quite a few years. And um, my friend Lisa Pressman, that was a fun one. We we were sitting in a parking lot and in my car at the Encaustic Conference on Cape Cod and just had a good time um, talking about all kinds of things and teaching and things like that and her work. Ginny Herzog, um, a Minneapolis artist who has, uh, for for quite some years, created this very unique way of working with cold wax and and art- architectural photographs and they're they're just stunning unusual paintings and so that was a um interesting to hear about her process and and where she's taken it uh jeff hurst um was one of my earlier interviews yeah i was thinking he might have been the first interview on the I podcast think he was well he was yeah because we had uh, he might not have been the first interview released actually but he yeah. i think he was the first one that we did and i was i was in his studio in chicago and there's trucks roaring by and so, yeah. so the audio quality wasn't as good but, but he, the discussion was really good he was talking mm-hmm. all about how to set up a, a studio and yeah yeah, I was down there to to uh, learn some printmaking from him, and so that was a f- interesting to be sitting in his studio and talking about all the different things he has going on there. He also does encaustic work, so there's uh, and he's very big on like the DIY aspect. Yes, of, yes, like, he's a, he's like a MacGyver. Or yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was great, and a lot of people have worked with Jeff and know him, and he's a great guy. So. Um, and then, of course, Jerry has been on several times talking about Squeegee Press and about things that we've done. And we always kind of veer off into other <laughs> other realms when we talk because we we just kind of we, we're collaborators. And so we we always spark things in one another when we talk. So I think that's everyone. I would be horrified if I'd left anyone out, but I went through the list. Um, but you can see those are those are very interesting. And and if any of those sound good and you haven't listened, um, I'd say, you know, go back and 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 try it out. Um, so um, and a lot of these interviews have been recorded on the go, on location, yes, and, uh, yes. <laughs> in various locales. It's it's a. Basically, they have been recorded in um, the walk-in closet, uh, where we are right now in Wisconsin, where the clothing hanging around provides some acoustical help. <laughs> They've been recorded in cars, which is another good place to record because of all the upholstery and everything. Um, they've been recorded in, well, what I call blanket forts, you know, like you make when you're a little kid and you drape heavy blankets around on chairs and crawl <laughs> underneath gets a little stuffy but it works um and um they also we've also done two in a professional recording studio but why don't you say a little bit about that Ross? yeah the uh the recording studio um that that was a a video recording studio it was a essentially a tv studio and we we got some really good video out of that as well um and we haven't set up uh, a youtube channel yet um, that we'll we'll talk a little bit more about what we have planned in the future, but that's one of the things. Um, but a a TV recording studio um, is just not the same as a recording booth. Um, you don't get the same audio quality. And there's some things we may be able to do with different mics and different soft foam setups around the studio. 
uh, to try to improve that audio quality. Um, but uh, I really, I, I really feel that uh, the podcast needs to be focused on creating really good audio for people. Um, and I don't feel like we really got the best audio out of out yeah. of that studio space. It was a little fuzzy. There were two sessions. Like yeah, a that. little bit echoey kind of. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's just what happens when you're in kind of a larger space and it isn't really set up for audio. It's more focused on video. Mm-hmm. And you can, I, I always can tell when something is recorded in a video space and then the audio is just ripped from it and released mm-hmm. and it just doesn't sound the same. I can put it through all kinds of filters and do all kinds of stuff on it on my end, but I'll never get it to the same quality as something that was recorded in a space that is set up for audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we do, we do strive for the best audio. It's one of our concerns. Um, and we will continue to improve on that. Um, because I, I don't think anyone, no one's ever complained about our audio quality. No, I think but it's we, fine. We're in the first year of doing this yeah. and, you know, our equipment is basic and, you know, we've had to, we're self-taught on this basically. Yes, we are. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it, there's a, there's a learning curve and we've come a long way, but I'm sure that there's still going to be issues in the future. And uh, over time, we're going to, we're going to strive for that, that best audio quality that we can get. Absolutely. So, yeah, I just want to mention a few of the other topics, kind of getting back to that. We've talked about artists that I've interviewed, um, some of the practical information we've covered, and some of the personal topics. And, and those also include, we had one about parenting as an artist, and I know that's a pretty crucial topic uh, for a lot of people. And not only when you have young children, but there are people whose kids are older that feel they can't quite devote themselves to their work. What Maybe they're at the stage of having grandchildren or something, but family concerns. And um, that's that's really a, a pretty big ongoing concern for a lot of people is how to carve out that personal time uh, at any stage of your life. So we've, we've talked about that several times. Things like um, we talked about collaboration and competition, and those are kind of, um, you know, maybe so they both have their they're good aspects and they're difficult aspects. And we talked about them not exactly as opposites, but as, as ways of engaging with other artists that, that can be uh, positive or negative um, at, at their best and worst, you know? <laughs> right. And right. so, and um, I really enjoyed those, those two topics as well. And yeah, um, I think I, I prefer to, to focus on the positive aspects of, of both of those things, but you know, you got to be aware of, where are the kind of the pitfalls well. and things yeah. that you can get into um, with both? And I think, yes, they're both basically positive. Um, and I think competition is it is it's especially tricky one for artists. Um, and we we like to think that we're not involved in the negative aspects of competition, uh, but it, it is hard to truly avoid it. So I think that's an interesting topic. Um and let's see, what else have we talked about? Um, well, kind of in the studio things, like how do you know when your painting is finished? I know we did a um, podcast on that. And, you know, kind of uh, a lot of these topics, like we said in the beginning, they there's no one answer. And it's simply sharing my perspective or some anecdotes or stories or things people have said. Um, and we've talked about... Um, self-critique and talking about your work. So those are all all kind of nuts and bolts for artists, I think. 
So we've been in many places recording this. Like I mentioned the situations that we've been in several states, Wisconsin, New Mexico, California, Illinois, Massachusetts. I've been in Ireland, Spain, and Mexico recording. Um, and so it's just been a wonderful kind of adventure and a challenge to, to deal with, uh, come up with topics and deal with them constantly every week. And I think going forward, you know, and, and kind of, I think it's good for us to sort of think about, well, what are, what are our goals and what's our mission? And, and obviously the practical information and the support of artists, I think is, is probably our, one of our main topics, our, our concerns. Yeah, our audience is definitely artists, but we want to create a podcast that you can share with other people that you can play in the car with people who are not artists, mm -hmm. uh, who can still get information from that that's yeah. relevant to their lives. There's a lot of crossover. Anyone who's involved in creative endeavor, entrepreneurial endeavor, there's a lot of crossover as far as attitudes and uh, habits and just making your way through. <laughs> and uh, I think there's definitely that um, aspect to the podcast. And I I also think it's important that we're not only talking to people that are starting out, and some of the really basic nuts and bolts things are aimed a little more at people that are getting started, but hopefully it doesn't hurt to hear those things, even if you're more seasoned. And and then I think a lot of the topics are good for anyone, the more professional or, or um, experienced artists will enjoy them too. Um, and I think, I think one of the things that we both like about it is that we, we're sort of real, you know, like, like you're my son, I'm your mother. Uh, we're just kind of hanging out and talking. I mean, the way that this started was we were having basically like conversations over coffee in the morning and I had some experience producing audio and I was like, Hey, let's do a podcast yeah. of this. You know <laughs> What? <laughs> Yes, I often have to be convinced of things, but um, I'm glad you convinced me. And it's it's just been really interesting to be able to talk about things in depth and and share them because we always have talked in depth, but this is a way that other people can can be in on it. So that's that's very cool. Um, and I think I think ongoing we as we said in the beginning, we want to keep responding to what you as the listener would like to hear. And we don't mind repeating topics if we have something more to say about them either. So um you can you know, if there's something you want to expand upon that was touched on in an earlier episode, feel free to let us know. So um I suppose we should talk about too uh what our, our future plans are. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, what we want to do in the future, we kind of talked a little bit about YouTube being yeah. one of those things. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's a lot of kind of web stuff that is a little bit more in my wheelhouse that I want to be doing more with. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, a big part of that is setting up a website mm -hmm. um, and a YouTube channel. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I also want to start taking donations on Patreon because especially the website um, is going to be an expense, you know, setting that up, uh, getting yeah. the hosting. And and we, we've had some expenses already. We had to buy equipment for this, right. this just microphones and recorders and all that. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you I know, mean, you, you spend quite a few hours a week right, yeah. editing this. And I think at this point with the following that we have, we are really hoping that people will consider what it's worth to them and, and give us a donation. Right. Yeah. And I mean, the 
one of the biggest things that people can do to help us out is to keep sharing the show, mm-hmm. uh, keep introducing it to new people. Um, and also on, uh, on iTunes specifically, um, leaving a rating and a review. If you haven't done that yet, um, that is more than downloads. That is how iTunes indexes, uh, podcasts. And based on download numbers, we're in the top 5% of all podcasts. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, which is incredible. Um, and you know, the best way for us to find new people is to be one of those shows that iTunes introduces people to when they go looking for art shows. Mm. And the best way, uh, to increase our standings in iTunes is through ratings and reviews. Yeah. Um, and an- another thing I would encourage any of the artists that have been interviewed on the show, to use the link to your podcast on your website and people will enjoy hearing more about you. And that's a great way to bring in more listeners because people are following you on your website and they'll, they'll see that link. And anyone else who wants to share any topic at all, if you write a blog or something and you, you think one of our websites could add content to it, please feel free to share those links. Yeah. And we're also going to be setting up hopefully like a little merchandise store um, in in the the website. So if you want to get some messy studio T-shirts or something, coffee mugs, coffee mugs, <laughs> yeah. Um, so hopefully uh, you all will get excited about that and want to get some of that that you know messy studio swag in your Merch. life. And yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. And you and you you are going to. It, this isn't happening right now at the moment, but Ross will be setting up Patreon as a way to to to, to right donate. and PayPal. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to we're going to try to set up that stuff and uh, and hope that uh, that you all, uh, you know, go and buy a T-shirt and <laughs> throw a couple bucks our way and, and it, we can keep will, this whole thing going. Cause, yeah, it'll help us keep going. And yeah. and I know you put a lot of work into this. I just sort of sit down and talk. But <laughs> 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 this is for Ross, folks. <laughs> so, yeah. And I, I really would like to see that grow in that way too so and i think it's a nice way to i i support certain things that you know i just say hey i appreciate what you're doing and it's it's a nice way to say thank you really right yeah and i said earlier um you know that we have over a thousand downloads per episode um and th- that there's at least 500 of you out there who are dedicated listeners and if if everyone pitches in one or two dollars you know <laughs> that that yeah. adds up to covering our equipment costs covering the cost of the website and, you know, starting to cover my time. I don't, I honestly, I don't think I'm ever really going to get paid for my time on this. And that's not really what it's about. Well, um, but yeah. it's, uh, it's a labor of love to some extent. Yeah. But, yeah. but <laughs> we'd like to get to the point where we're not like going out of pocket on everything. Yes. Yeah. So. so, so now that we're sounding like a, a public radio, you know, big <laughs> I think we'll see a donation of just a couple dollars today. Can keep the lights on here. The cost of a cup of coffee. <laughs> anyway, we're done with that, but uh, we'll let you know when you can start donating. Right, and you know, I want to. I want to end with uh, with just you know once again thanking everybody for coming on this year long journey with us. Um, it's it's the holidays right now, which is a great time to to be thankful and appreciate everything over the past year. Yeah. Um. And uh, I I totally second that. I've I've been really surprised and gratified and you know sort of humbled that this many people are listening um and it's wonderful 
I think probably next week we are going to take a little break and yeah, come, we're going to take a little and, break and enjoy the holidays and yeah, and relax so for a little bit. We'll we'll see you again in the new year. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Bye now. Well, that about wraps up this episode of the Messy Studio. You can find the Messy Studio on Facebook as well as public profiles for both Rebecca Kroll and myself, Ross Tickner. Make sure to check out squeegeepress.com and www.rebeccacroll.com and sign up for the email list to stay up to date on events, book signings, and openings. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, or Stitcher and leave us a rating and a review. Remember to share the show with friends and family and anyone who you think will enjoy it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with more art and entertainment. In the meantime, embrace your creative space, messy or otherwise. <laughs> <laughs>